Hey everyone, you're listening to Reina's podcast. My podcast is for entrepreneurs to find motivation, resources, and business tips. The entrepreneur journey is not easy, but I hope that this podcast can encourage you to keep going and to remind you que si se puede. It's been a minute. That's all I gotta say. So happy to be back on my podcast. And I have so many incredible interviews lined up for you. And today, well, I want to kind of start off with the intro of like an update of where I've been and where I'm going and what's going on because you know, I was a little MIA on my podcast and I um, just want to update you all like where I have been focusing a lot of my energy and what I've been doing. So last last time I was on the episode, um, I was on the episode, I was on my own podcast. Um, well, an update, a big update is that I actually left my full-time job the job that I was at, you know, my nine to five working. I was working at a school and I worked with English learner students and I truly did love, you know, working with the students and everything. But, you know, my passion was more into, I was always like on the side working and growing and learning about marketing because and growing my digital marketing agency. So, I I feel like the last two to three years have been really based on like educating myself, investing, and of course always learning, but really, really like learning so I can offer this service in the future. And the future is now, is now today, you know, so I am now, I always, I did have clients, you know, slowly like as I was learning and growing about marketing, you know, I would get people that would reach out, but I couldn't really focus like, you know, promote myself so much because I was so busy and just, you know, to really like, at least have like somewhat of a life, you know, um, like have going, still have time to work out, still have time for family. And last year I was like in a dance team. So that took a lot of my time. And then working and then, you know, having my episode, my podcast. So, and then I really did want to, like, dedicate more time to my clients, but there was just, like, a limited amount of time. So now I'm able to go all in and offer my services for, you know, social media management. I do offer Facebook ads and, you know, Facebook campaigns I offer like email growth and accelerating and growing your email list through Facebook ads. I do one-on-one marketing coaching. And another major announcement is that I launched my marketing e-course. And this is something that took me a very long time to do. Very, very long time. If My friend Carmen, shout out to Carmen, did not, like, you know, I was always, like, learning and collecting the data and, like, organizing it, but 
you gotta like those last for that final push to like legit set set a date to launch a course or to launch a product it, it was just like kind of overwhelming for me but having that accountability is super huge so I'm very grateful for my friend Carmen and now because I've been working on this course for like a year it has literally like and this course is for everybody so I want to kind of share like what this course is about so it's definitely going to save you time and it's going to help grow your brand. It is a step-by-step course that will walk you through on how to begin creating engaging content organically and build a strong foundation for your brand. You will save so much time by allowing me to share all my marketing knowledge and tools. We will go over tools that will keep your Instagram page easy and simple for people to explore. You will learn a variety of ways to create unique content that will stand out and attract the right audience for your business. Any business can begin implementing these tools today. So this definitely is for any type of business. Like it's very helpful for marketing. It's very general, like the tips, you know, marketing can, it can work for everybody, which is why I love this course because I wanted it to be for that startup entrepreneur who has like no idea on how to grow their brand. Yeah, they have maybe like their personal Instagram, but now they want to make it a little bit more into like a business Instagram. And, you know, it will be simple for you to manage it on your own. You will also learn how to strategize and schedule out your content in order to save you time. I share the latest tools that will make marketing for your business simple and extremely effective. I made sure to share all of the most recent tools that are up to date. This course will be lifetime access and I will continue adding the most updated tools. So we all know marketing is changing all the time with the latest apps and I will continue to create new videos and share my best resources in the course. Within the e-course the marketing e-course there are seven modules the first module is engagement rate and bio the second module is how to write captivating content so going back to module one engagement rate and bio right like this is something that you like what is engagement what does that even mean a lot of people struggle with this because they don't know like you know, it's not just having likes, it's actually having who comments on your post, who shares your post, who, um, you know, saved your post, like all of that is included like in the engagement rate. So I love to kind of like teach you how to even see to see where you are at right now. And then how you can keep like checking your numbers because, you know, numbers don't lie, data doesn't lie, and you'll be able to see what your engagement rate is and how you're improving as you're going along with with the course and then I also go over the bio and like legit like I want people to go onto your page and know like what you do who you are and I think that's really really important second module is how to write captivating content so you know anyone can like post a photo but like really writing content that can be valuable to people um 
to your audience and that's going to make them want to come back and like it's inspiring and they learn so much. You can do that through writing. So definitely I go over how to write captivating content. Module three is how to plan and schedule out your content. Module four is how to best use hashtags. So I legit had to do like a whole module on this because um, whether you like it or not, hashtags is like life. So very, very important to do. Module five is increase engagement through Instagram stories. So I talk a lot about different ways you can use Instagram stories and bring more people involved and responding and messaging you because Instagram stories is very powerful to grow a relationship with your audience. So definitely I dive deep into that. Module six is collaboration. So different ways you can leverage, you know, collaborating and how if you have someone that, you know, you want to work with, how to best work with them, what tools to use, like what type of features you can start doing that will really help you grow your audience organically, right? Um, I'm all about growing organically. I do not teach you how to like buy followers. I actually teach you how to grow, have people that actually care about what you're doing and that's how your engagement goes up. So Module seven is I go over like monitoring your analytics. So I know maybe analytics can be a little bit intimidating, but I make I really break it down very simple and how to really like make sure. And um, one thing I really learned through my Hip Latina internship, which I'm going to talk about, um, is knowing like what trends are happening, right? And like what is doing very well and what is what are what is your audience liking so there can be some type of content you're putting out that your audience is just not vibing with and then there's other content that's like exploding and really helping you um really like helping you grow your brand so you want to make sure you're doing similar content to that so that's really interesting to me and I go over all of like monitoring your analytics so as of right now the 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 course has 16 videos and it also has worksheets and this means that it's going to continue growing I'm I'm willing to you know like keep adding on to it it's a lifetime access so definitely really worth the price of what you're going to be getting and what I love about it is that you can go at your own pace you know what I mean like it's not um I'm not really doing it as like I'm gonna be coaching you one-on-one if I do offer that service but it's more just at your own pace you can start today and you can already start learning how to grow your brand if you are still thinking about it and wondering if you want to make the investment think about if you want to spend hours researching the best resources to grow your social media or do you want to feel overwhelmed in social media or do you not want to grow your business and stay where you are right like if you answer no then I highly encourage you to make the investment in this course and learn step by step how to feel comfortable using social media and learn how to improve your marketing for your business so I really, really put a lot of time and my heart into this course and I hope you can all enjoy it. And 
with that, going on to my next update, and just before I forget, you can, I will put the link to my course in the show notes, but you can also find it if you go find, visit my Instagram bio, you'll find my, the link there as well. Um, so that is one thing. And so going into my Hip Latina internship that I wanted to talk about, um, so I, since I worked at a school, I had like the summer off and I actually got accepted into like the internship for, for a social media, um, intern for Hip Latina and Hip Latina is a media agency and they are very well known. They've, I love how it's like a startup business, but it's like another level, <laughs> um, right? Like a lot, a lot of levels like higher than me. So I'm like able to see like behind the scenes and it was a great opportunity for me. I was located in Santa Monica, but so that personally for me, it's like, it was a, a drive. So I had to, well, I'm not, it, it's not even far, but the traffic is crazy. So I really had to like focus you know those and I was going like twice a week and those two days I was going from like morning to night so all of that time you know it two days is a lot of time um that I was not home or that I could be doing other things so I did have to in order for me to like save my sanity and also get the course out and also, you know, put the court, launch the course the way I wanted to launch it. I did have to put my podcast on hold. And despite, you know, and I really like want to encourage everyone. I know we're all about like hustle and, you know, like putting out content. And even me, especially as like a marketing person. But at the same time, like I don't want, I am not going to like, risk my sanity my health like if I'm exhausted I'm exhausted and I knew that I would I didn't want to spread myself too thin and you know there's like a type of quality that I'm trying to put out when it comes to my content and you know and if you listen to my first episodes they're not that good but I'm trying to get better each time and so I knew that if I was going to rush it like I just wasn't going to be happy with it so you know, just a little lesson for all of you too. Like, there's seasons in your life, and if you need to take a break, you need to take a break. So, but now I'm back, and I'm super excited for what I'm about to share. One thing I want to start doing, I know I kind of shared it in the past episodes, like the book that I'm currently on, or like a tip. I want to like share a tip of, you know, tip for the week. Um, I don't know if what I, what I want to call it. I want to like name it something cute, but I don't know. I'm like basic. <laughs> but point is, I wanted to share like awesome resources for y'all. So one awesome app that I'm like obsessed with and like I heard about it um, is Fetch Awards. And I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but Fe I mean, sorry, Fetch Rewards and Fetch Rewards is an app where you basically like take a photo of your grocery receipts and it will give you um, rewards. So there's different types of rewards you can get and they break it up into categories. You could do like art or beauty and you can have like a Sephora gift card. Um, you could even donate to charity. You could do electronics like it'll go into your Best Buy rewards, a Fitbit. GameStop, 
entertainment. So AMC theaters or like all of this pets, restaurants, retail, spa, specialties, travel, or it could even go into cash. Like if you just want to like get your $10 back um, reward then or 25 or whatever. Um, but basically you just take photos of your receipts and you're continuously like get these rewards or it'll even show you like I guess you know like the internet and stuff tracks like everything you buy so it'll kind of show what you already bought and then um or like similarly like it'll scan the receipt so it'll know like what you bought and so it'll like show oh you can use this coupon next time you go to the groceries or something it is such a cool app like I recommend it and I'll put the link down below if you want to join my um like there is kind of a an affiliate link I'm not like affiliated but you know a lot of these apps like have these affiliate codes for everybody honestly it's not like I'm sponsored by them so for example if you were to like once you sign up and you register which would be awesome if you could go under mine like and then you can do yours as well um and you'll have your own code and you can send it to like all your family and friends and then you'll get bonuses so it's a really cool program and you know like everyone goes well I hope everyone goes to the groceries um and it doesn't work for like Target I tried it trust me but it works for like groceries so yes and if this is your first time listening to my ep my podcast welcome trust me my intros are not always this long I'm not even like this is a very long intro but um I really was gone for a long time so I wanted to update you all and for now we're um we're going to be going and starting the interview with the amazing Jessica Guzman. Jessica Guzman is a holistic health and wellness coach specializing in emotional eating, mental health, and wellness lifestyle. So I know mental health was like, I don't know if it was, it's like mental health month, but mental health awareness, or it's like, I know there was like a week within this month that it was mental health awareness, but I feel like mental health awareness needs to be like every day, you know, all day. So this is such a great podcast where we talk about, I think emotional eating is really important and also like what how like what certain foods like affect our bodies and I think I'm learning this because there's some days where I have so much energy and then there's some days where I'm so exhausted and it's so frustrating because you're like why am I so tired and it honestly can be some type of food or even like certain foods can affect your mood and I feel like as an entrepreneur and you know you you're kind of like everything's like on your shoulders and like no pressure but it kind of is um everything's like on your shoulders and you need to be like at your most you know at a very good energy high level um type of performance because there will I mean I'm not saying everyone's perfect but there are going to be days where you're going to be feeling like you don't want to do anything and and not that you don't have that time, and but at the same time, like, you know, your business needs to keep going. And I just feel like the better you're aware of your body, um, the better and your emotions and like maybe what triggers certain things, like I think the better you'll perform, right, for yourself and for your family and for your clients and for your business. And I think that's like the best thing. So I was like really 
intrigued with Jessica and her services because she de- offers, you know, like a lot of, she knows what she's talking about. She's extremely healthy. She has a lot of experience and she's all about like making it a lifestyle. She's not going to give you this like crazy diet plan of like, okay, you need to eat clean. Da, 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 da. Like, I mean, she definitely has her own type of services and like she definitely like walks you through like step by step and even like tips on like eating out so we're gonna dive deep on on all of this in the interview and I'm very grateful to have her on my podcast it she's definitely someone very well known in the community and I hope you you enjoy it if you can after you can submit a podcast review and, you know, share your thoughts, share what you really liked about the episode, share what you learned. I always go on there and read them <laughs> and you can like rate the the podcast and really that like helps, um, you know, the podcast like get well, well, like more known and, you know, it's like better rating. So I would greatly appreciate that if you can just take a minute or two to write um, a review or share the episode as well that helps too maybe you can think of a friend or just like somebody that could learn a little something something from this episode totally would appreciate that as well and you know at the end listen to I don't know I always like to give a little bit of my insight and maybe like actionable steps that you can start doing at the end of the episode so that you know you're learning this knowledge but then like what do you do with this knowledge so definitely check that out um and stay all you know listen to the entire episode and here we go I really am excited to share a lot about you know um you're you're very knowledgeable in what you do and you have a lot of experience and I want to kind of gear it sharing about your journey but also gearing it towards like entrepreneurs um okay and like the the or just the person with like the busy lifestyle that's Mm -hmm. like really wanting to improve their health or like tips like that so I want to know like talk a little bit about like where you're from like and describe a little bit of your childhood growing up Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Um, I always get super excited when I get the chance to um, talk to different spectrums and a different audience, right? Because I'm so used to always talking to people that are obviously interested in um, health and wellness or fitness, but your audience, I mean, I'm assuming that it's also very driven entrepreneurs, you know, go-getters, business people, or they have, you know, their nine to five careers. So thank you for allowing me the space to um, talk to your audience, because I do think it's very important to remember, um, you know, that we need to take care of ourselves in order to continue doing that. So um, yeah, I'll start off with um, where I'm from. So I am from, I was born in Mexico, San Luis Potosí, and um, I was raised in, in San Luis till about I was, uh, from what I remember, <laughs> yeah. four years old. So about um, four years old. And then we actually came to live in California uh, because my dad, he would travel back and forth from California to San Luis since he was about 16. 
you know, one of the times that he went back to San Luis Potosí, he met my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Dated for a long time, but my dad still always traveled back and forth. My, 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 my grandfather, may he rest in peace, um, he, he always said, yo no quiero que mis hijos crezcan aquí aquí en los Estados Unidos porque se van a ser cholos, you know? Oh, and my that gosh. Was, <laughs> that was always, well, back then it was pachucos, you know? That yeah. was always my, my grandfather's, um, you know, belief. And, um, but still, you know, he, I, I was very, um, well, I'm, I'm very glad that he actually did take the initiative to make sure that he got um, all of my, my aunts and uncles, including my father a green card so when I was yeah about like four years old my dad said you know that he wanted to try and you know bring us out here um, my mom actually tried it you know for I believe it was a year or so and then she said no way I, I can't I can't be here um, I don't like it here I miss my family so she actually ended up we ended up going back you know, we ended up going back to Mexico. Um, I was in kindergarten there for a year. And then just once again, moved back over here when I was going into first grade and, you know, was raised here ever since. Um, and fast forward to when I was nine going on 10, once again, my parents wanted to go back to where they came from, you know, they yeah. wanted to go back to the roots and what my parents ended up doing, which was, I think, a, you know, a very pivotal moment in both in all of our lives, I should say, because I was going to say both my, mine and, and my sister's, but all of our lives, there's such a pivotal moment um, when my parents decided to send both my sister and I. So I was 10, my sister was seven, um, and they wanted to send us back to Mexico to get used to that lifestyle, but also so they could stay back and move into a smaller place, save up, um, and try to figure out, you know, how, how they were gonna, you know, transition from living here to out there. So meaning, you know, we're going to save here, send money out there so that, um, you know, they were sending money to my grandparents so they could not only, you know, financially su help support us, but also save money to in the future buy their home to start their life out there. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm now here because <laughs> my parents ended up, you know, thinking that it was taking too long. My mom actually would travel back and forth to visit us, you know, mm -hmm. so, so with my dad, we were out there two years with my, with my family. And even though it was a huge shock, my sister and I ended up loving it. Like we loved living out there. So I came back here um, when I was about to go into, I think it was like the end of the sixth grade. So yeah, now I'm like, well, I'm, I'm here. And now I, I, I believe that I know, you know, why God want to be back here. <laughs> no, and it's really, it is important, like from your childhood, because I know one of my um, cousins did, did that with her daughters. She sent two okay. daughters um, to Mexico with, um, with her mom. And I was like, what? Like, but it's pretty common or like, yeah. she, I mean, 
you know, I don't know what was her reason or I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like similar situation. Yeah. Um, but like her daughters were going to school there and and now they're back home with her, but um, it's okay. really like so that they can learn the language. They can, yeah. And it's, it's really interesting. And you, of course you like send them with, with the grandma. So like they feel comfortable. Yeah. I mean, somewhat comfortable, right? Somewhat comfortable, yeah. <laughs> but it is. I mean, it it's pretty. I'm I'm. I've heard that happen many many times. So and that's that was your childhood, like growing up in Mexico and then yeah. coming here. So so now you're back in the states and share more about like your. Were you like always healthy growing up? Were you was your mental health? um always healthy too um yeah. like like more towards high school I do remember growing up you know my mom always trying her best to uh, well both of my parents actually my dad um I think he found um exercise and going to the gym as a form of therapy um he's mm. never came out and said that but um, just going through some really challenging times um, in our family throughout the years, I would notice that, um, you know, my dad would grab his gym bag and he would head out, you know, and um, that kind of rubbed off on my mom as well. You know, she, she started going to the gym when I was really young as well. But since I could remember, my dad has been going to the gym. I mean, even now, um, you know, he will go after work. And I, I love seeing that about them. I think that's part of the reason why I was able to, um, you know, make it a part of my life when I was going through really difficult situations. Um, because yeah, I, I mean, you know, when, when I hear a lot of people say, well, I just don't have time. I think I look back at my parents, you know, my dad sometimes having to work two jobs at a time, um, you know, to make ends meet along with my mom having her, her job, you yeah. know, my mom would wake up early in the morning to go to the gym, still come home and cook us a meal before she left to work. My wow. dad, you know, like he would make time in between jobs to go to the gym. Um, or, you know, even now, like he will work from four in the morning till about, you know, three thirty in the afternoon. And then he will head to the gym before he comes home. So, when I hear a lot of it say, I, I just don't have time. Um, I always think about them because, you know, we're a family. I have uh, one sister and two brothers. So we're a big family, you know, with a whole lot of, you know, my parents had a whole lot of responsibilities. My sister yeah. and I, you know, had children at a very young age and they helped us with them. So um, I think that's part of the reason why I, you know, was able to, you know, that was kind of ingrained in me. So that's I amazing. Saw, yeah, yeah, I saw that growing up. But as far as like, eating super healthy, super clean, like they call it now, not so much. I mean, my mom, you know, has made the effort to make sure to uh, make home cooked meals. Mm -hmm. um, and my, I would see my dad, you know, take his lunch with him. So they weren't too big on eating out. Like if we ate out, Growing up, it was like on a Sunday, we would, you know, go out to the mall, actually. My dad would like taking us to the mall because he's mm. like, I eat, you know, si, si quieren Chinese food, ahí está. Si otro quiere hamburguesa, you know, you guys can go have that. But we were only doing that once a week, you yeah. know, whereas like now some of us are doing that 
every in every meal. But as far as like my um, in high school, I wasn't really no. I mean, I would have like the typical high school, you know, meals. Um, I think where I began to pay attention to my health a lot more was um, when I got. Well, when I started dating my now, fi- I still call him fiance, even though we've been together for almost 11 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> we haven't got married yet, but um, he, act- when, when I met him, he was into going to the gym and all that good stuff. And, you know, like I said, my parents always worked out, but I was just like, nah, 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 yeah. that's, not, that's not for me. It just didn't catch my, my attention until, you know, I... I met Jay and we would go hiking together and we'd go to the gym together, but really just to kind of, you know, I just wanted to spend time with him, but it wasn't really something that I liked doing. Um, And then fast forward to when we got pregnant with um, Jaden, our now eight-year-old daughter, um, you know, I had a really stressful job. So I was a lead nurse at a, at a clinical research company and I got pregnant the first year that I was there and it was really intense. You know, I think it was a lot mm-hmm. of, um, uh, there was a lot of changes going on in my life at that time, which was part of the reason why I think I started experiencing anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew what I was feeling, but I think I was kind of in denial of, wait a minute, am I experiencing anxiety right now because coincidentally that was um you know i at the the clinical research company you know we 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 had that that type of clientele you know uh, patients who suffered of anxiety schizophrenia um bipolar depression uh even alzheimer's so i kind of knew the symptoms uh, uh just seen it from you know the outside but I never thought that I was going to experience that so um yeah I mean that's when I had my first experience with um experiencing a a panic attack and you know I'm thinking because I have great insurance um I'm gonna go to this doctor and she's gonna maybe recommend like no, maybe go to therapy. Maybe let's, you know, figure out how to do this um, more naturally, you know, how to help, how, how to help you cope with stress. And um, it was the complete opposite. You know, the first thing she did was prescribe um, an anti-anxiety medication, which I knew the effects of it. I knew the side effects of it just because of my clinical background. And I was scared to take it. I was scared to take it because I was four months pregnant. You know, I, maybe, maybe if I hadn't been pregnant, I would have been more open to taking it to tell you the truth. Yeah. But because I was pregnant, I thought, no way, I'm I'm not going to take that. You know, her, her response was, don't worry, it's safe. You know, um, it's a really mild dose. Um, you know, very rare for it to have, um, side effects at, you know, such a low dose. And on top of it, you know, I doubt that anything would happen to your daughter. If anything, maybe a cleft lip. And I'm over here looking at her like, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. Like, like, like that wouldn't affect her, her, her lifestyle. Right. I mean, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, I just, I started doing my own, my own research. Um, you know, I started, that's when I started, uh, Googling, like, 
alternative, you know, forms to manage mm-hmm. anxiety or like natural ways to manage stress. And I would just type, you know, all kinds of stuff to see what popped up. And I, you know, that's where I kind of started opening up my eyes to what, you know, what an impact and effect food has on our mental health and um, what an impact, you know, it has within our communities too, because a lot of the times, you know, we're, we're not taught these things. Like we're not taught that, um, Hey, uh, if you have too much uh, red meat with soda, you know, that can cause uh, your cholesterol levels to go super high. Mm -hmm. Um, Not just eating red meat, you know, it's a combination of having too much sugar, too much protein, too much processed foods, like that causes high cholesterol, which then is a snowball effect to, you know, if you have high cholesterol, what's the first thing that you're going to do? Oh, you're going to take that, that medication. And what a lot of people don't know is when you take those high cholesterol medications, um, your testosterone levels drop. And for men, if your testosterone levels start dropping, you begin experiencing um, mood disturbances. So maybe you are feeling a little depressed. Maybe, you know, you're not able to have like that vitality and, you know, that willpower to go and do things. Even for, for, for women, I mean, um, you know, our hormone, like we have a little bit of testosterone. And if our hormones are off, you know, it greatly affects the way that we are thinking about things, performing. Um, so, wow. yeah, I mean, there's, you know, I could, like I said, talk about this for hours, but I think, you know, part of the reason why I was experiencing a lot of anxiety was because of so much stress that was going on at the time for me. And then also, I know I, I didn't mention earlier, but I was a, a teen mom. So I think, you know, everything was catching up to me um, around that time when I was pregnant and finally, I think, started to become more aware and more mature, maybe a little wiser that everything kind of just, you know, sunk in and, you know, here I am, you know, trying to do my best at my job, but it was all too much, you know, so I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, very grateful that I was able to be my own advocate at that time and not, not take the medication to cover up symptoms that, you know, were related to a lot of other trauma. And yes. And I've heard a lot that when you're pregnant, um, like your, the symptoms are just much higher. Like you're, it's, oh, yeah. it's basically like you're you've always felt this way but when you're pregnant mm-hmm. it's like double and that's how you were saying like all of like the trauma yes. and just things that you still hadn't recovered from healed from and then like you, the anxiety is coming up and anxiety and stress and that can lead to like emotional eating and then emotion yes. I was just like how you like connected it all like the food and then the that food causes this and that's why like you're feeling oh, yeah. this way and I think like people you know um like people who go to like like work out all the time um sometimes you know working out isn't it's great it definitely right. helps but it is a lot like the food that you eat what you're putting in your body and being educated on like what exactly you're putting in I think right. um, yeah, documentaries sure. 
I think if you really know, like, what are the chemicals, then it can, like, be really scary. Um, and I want, I wanted to ask, like, what, what about, like, what are some ways or habits that people can begin their health journey? Like, just, you know, I know you have, like, a whole, like, a lot of information, <laughs> but just, like, your top, like, two or three things that they can start, like, today. Okay. Um, well, I always suggest, you know, to what, um, so one question I do love asking is say, for example, if you want to start working out, you know, what would you do when you were younger, um, to play? Like what, Mm. what, um, encouraged you to move? Like, did you, did you play sports? You know, um, did you love dancing? Like, I know for me, that was, you can ask anyone in my family or anyone who's known me <laughs> for a long time. I love dancing. Like that's my jam, you know? And yeah. uh, when, even when I have a, a, a funky day um, in my life and I don't feel like working out because here's the thing, like I'm into health, wellness, fitness, but do I feel like working out every day? No, mm-hmm. I absolutely don't. Especially if I'm having, um, you know, a really stressful week, I just want to sleep, you know, which is also normal and it's okay. You know, we, we have to rest, but what I like, um, what I like doing is just putting a good playlist on. Like for me, mm-hmm. I, I love, Mark Anthony, Selena. So I, you know, I, I put them on to like get me in my groove. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Like I drink a little bit of coffee. I put my music on and I'm good to go. You know, then I can You're like setting the vibe, setting Exactly, exactly. So, you know, I I do ask if you want to start working out, how did you play when you were younger? Um, You know, were you pretty athletic? Were you competitive? You know, because maybe (laughs) if you're competitive, why don't you join a challenge? You know, why don't you um, maybe... I know there's a lot of like different uh, marathons out there now, like maybe that will, you know, help you get motivated to, um, you know, start moving or like challenging yourself to get to that next level. Um, As far as nutrition, um, I also like asking, what are the foods that your, you know, your family used to cook? And how can you recreate that, number one, or maybe up-level those ingredients, right? So upgrade those ingredients. So, for example, um, I actually love nopales. I know a lot of people don't. Oh, my God. I just finished eating nopales. (laughs) I love them, Girl, those are the jam. They have so much fiber um they're Mm. so good for our digestive system you know because i mean just just think of something like aloe vera right the you know it's super good good. yeah yeah super good good for you because it almost like coats not only our digestive system but our joints um you know it's great for our skin our skin is the largest organ so if we are um, you know, if you can put that stuff on your skin and it just, you know, your skin just heals from the burn or, mm. you know, it's great for beauty. Imagine what it does to your inside. Yeah. Right. So, um, so say for example, like I love nopales. So nopales, you know, they're high in fiber. They have a little bit of protein. They're a great carbohydrate. So when we think of carbs, we only think of like 
bun or rice, but yeah. I mean, vegetables have carbohydrates. They just don't get absorbed um, or no, they uh, don't convert into sugar as quickly as like a slice of bread or tortillas, right? Um, but the, the veggies still have carbs. Fruit still has carbs, but our body mm. recognizes it a lot quicker. So it's able to digest it better. Um, and because of the high, high content and fiber, um, it doesn't convert into sugar as quickly. So you can, you know, use that energy a lot better throughout the day and it won't, you know, make you crash as hard as say, for example, if, you know, you have a bagel for breakfast or like toast for breakfast. Um, you know, if you yeah. have some fruit, you know, with the, what, whatever, like, uh, whatever protein you, you like, you know, you just, you feel better. Like you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like I have more energy to do X thing. And I but love those- how you mentioned like recreating what your family already cooks because yes, I think exactly. now it's like, I mean, with, with like social media or like being vegan, you know, yeah. like, all of that to me, I, I mean, yes, people doing it for health reasons, but I'm like, it's such a trend now. Like, I'm like, it's like, <laughs> what? Like before people used to like, like think vegans were weird. And now everyone's like vegan. Everyone's vegan now. <laughs> and so like, yeah. I love, you know, I'm like, I like my, like my nopales. I like my yeah. frijoles. Like I like, yeah. like, I'm like, I can still, like, you can still eat that. You don't yes, have to like eat exactly. your avocado toast all the time. With quinoa, with quinoa. Even yeah. though quinoa was a, a, a flower um, harvested in, Peru, like that—that's what a lot of us don't understand. That a lot of these superfoods or like quote unquote trendy foods, they're of our culture too. Yeah, you know. So like just cacao, taking away our culture know? and trying to <laughs> make money out of it. No, so <laughs> yeah. So don't feel like oh, that's you know. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, and like, like if I we don't post that like that we're vegan, you know, I feel like in Mexico, like it's such a luxury to eat meat there, exactly. and like mm-hmm. it's like we've been vegan, you know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or like you brought up a good point, you know. For example. Uh, a good source of protein for our body, you know, for our body to recognize it as protein, as amino acids too, is like the combination of, for example, beans and rice. That combination, mm. like, why do you think a lot of our uh, parents, grandparents grew up eating that? Because yeah. you're absolutely right. Animal protein was an absolute luxury. So it just... I know there's so much research out there, but that's why I also say, listen to your body. Like our grandparents, you know, great grandparents, they didn't have YouTube or Google, you know, but they were there eating foods from the earth. Like they were there, you know, pretty much curing themselves with certain herbs, with certain spices. So I think, you know, we're also, we're coming back to our roots Mm -hmm. as well. So I know we get a little thrown off by, oh, yeah, now everyone's vegan. Oh, yeah, she's talking about, you know, quinoa again or oatmeal and blah, blah, blah. But you know what, guys? We're going back to our roots. Like, I remember my grandma, may she rest in peace, uh, when we were living out there, she would walk around the corner to go get her jugo de nopal with naranja. And she would have that every morning you know so but now it's like 
oh, juicing. Like, that's so yeah. tiny. No, guys, like, we're just trying to go back to our roots, to foods yeah. that our body recognizes. So just going back to try to recreate, you know, those types of meals, but maybe with um, without so much oil, you know, because we want to fry everything, yeah. right? Uh, maybe we're having it more natural. So if you want to have frijoles, like maybe don't fry them so much. Maybe don't put like, I know my mom, which what she would do and it tastes so bomb, but she would put like butter, leche, a bunch of salt, mash them up with like, Oh uh, my gosh. And cheese. My <laughs> so mom likes mom. to put cheese. I'm like, mom, this, you just took out all the nutrients, <laughs> but I'm still gonna eat a taquito. <laughs> exactly. So say for example, like if we wanted some frijoles, you know, we would just maybe just sprinkle a little bit of you yeah. know cheese if you're okay with that. Like I have major, I mean maybe it's TMI, but I have major bloat and gas when I have cheese mm. now. <laughs> so yeah. I don't go for the cheese. But um, if that's something still that you feel like your body can tolerate, maybe you do something like that. Or like I said, for breakfast, you don't only have to have like a green smoothie and you know oatmeal and chia seeds like maybe yeah. you could do uh, a scramble with nopales a little bit of onions and tomatoes boom you're back to your roots and yes. it's something that is filling nutritious and yeah I mean so I think it's just changing also the um the mindset we have right now around eating healthy because you're absolutely right it's like super trendy right now but if people make it a lifestyle um you'll truly notice like what a difference it makes in everything you do a lifestyle i love that because i I think like enjoyed it's not you know or like diet plans or like i don't know i don't even like doing challenges i well i'm personally like i'm not a competitive person so i'm like okay it needs to be like implement like just drinking more water like just kind of like little baby habits but one big thing is um now I feel like as millennials and everything, like, um, you know, we're, we're like always on the go. And sometimes we don't, you know, like it's okay to eat out or maybe we can afford to eat out now. Um, and so I'll eat out more. So like what type of tips do you have for eating out? I know you shared a little bit about with me personally, but here on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, as far as eating out, I know I, I have a, I have a client. She's she's so funny. She will always I told you she will send me pictures of the <laughs> the menu, right? And she'll she's like, like, all right, tell me what to eat. eat. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm 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 teaching her that okay, begin to you know start trusting yourself more, right? I think yeah. that that's part of it too. Like, um, you know, I I do advise that in the if you want to start this type, you, I mean, I encourage you to start this type of lifestyle. And when you do, um, you know, you are going to have to exclude some foods so that you can start um, knowing your body better because maybe you're not even aware that a certain food is actually giving you a headache or is making you feel super bloated and then gassy and then from you know that you feel super uncomfortable so you feel tired you feel just super sluggish you know so I do recommend um that you know you 
do a little bit of research or if you can, you know, get some guidance to start excluding and including some foods. Um, but with that being, and from there, then you can begin to start trusting yourself and making better decisions. That's, you know, right now, mindful eating is very popular too, very trendy. That's part of eating mindfully is, um, you know, how, like, how am I performing? How well am I sleeping? Mm -hmm. um, um, am I super anxious all of a sudden out of nowhere? Yes, food can do that to you or the lack of food, right? So if you're, you have really low, if you know you have really low blood pressure, you're, you know, not eating regularly and all of a sudden it's like you feel super anxious out of nowhere. Well, maybe you took too long to have your next meal, you know, and you had way too much caffeine because we all love coffee now yeah. <laughs> or any kind of caffeine. It's so uh, true. And it, it's something that I learned, like, I'm like, wow, like you really have to be very intentional, like what you're going to eat, yeah. what you're going to put in your body. And I think a couple of tips that help is number one like don't buy like don't buy it like or like kind of do like a pantry <laughs> cleanse like a yeah like a cleanse yeah. like what do you have that's not good for you um right or that's super tempting right that's uh what i call a trigger food um yeah you know that you're like i cannot control myself right now around oreo cookies or ice cream then maybe you don't have that around right now not yeah. that you can't ever ever have yeah. it but maybe in the beginning of, you know, this lifestyle, uh, no, I don't want to say lifestyle change, but in, in, in the beginning of incorporating new things into your lifestyle, maybe you don't have those trigger foods around right yeah. now. Like you wouldn't tell someone who's recovering um, from, well, let's just say an alcoholic, like you wouldn't mm -hmm. tell them in the beginning stages of their recovery hey, let's go to a bar. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. But yet people don't think about it that way about food because they think it's not a big deal. But actually food is really, really addictive, especially the way that it's being man-made right now. Yeah. Right? So, but, uh -huh. um, I mean, going back, I mean, that's, I think, a good segue to going back to your question about, um, you know, what do we do when we're eating out? Well, first and foremost, um, like I mentioned, Fast food was created to be fast and it was man-made that way, you know? So it was man-made to make it taste delicious. Um, so we have all of the, you know, um, we have the, the salty in there. We have a little bit of, you know, actually fast food, even if you're having um, a burger, like you're having a little bit of sugar because of the bread, right? So you were having all of these delicious um tasting foods that actually trigger a part of our brain to become very addictive to that. Yeah. And if we're highly stressed, then of course we're going to crave it time and time again. So I would suggest that if you're going out to eat, if it's a fast food, you know, place um, like these drive throughs I would say, you know, be very conscientious of the combination of things, you know? So um, if, you have a history of diabetes or um, high cholesterol, maybe you don't want to add too much of the breads with the animal protein. You know, maybe you want to have a little bit of protein with something that um, is more recognizable by your body. So our body doesn't right away recognize something like a burger bun, right? Man-made. But yeah. it will probably recognize... Um, something like a potato 
something like a potato or once again, going back to beans. Um, so it's just a matter of maybe picking and choosing of where to go. Like if you don't have time to, if you didn't have time to meal prep or pack anything, I would say, okay, there's still some fast food restaurants that give you better options that are, yes. that are, you know, the foods that are going to be recognized by your body better. So not, not saying like, not pushing you to go here not saying that, you know, this is exactly what you need to be doing, but I would go to El Pollo Loco or Chipotle before I drive through McDonald's, like to be honest with you, mm. because I know that those places may have more of the foods that I obviously grew up with that my body may be responding better to, and there's better sources of protein, carbohydrates, and fats. Um, I love so that. I would say that, or if you're at a restaurant, Hey, every restaurant nowadays probably has a Yelp page. Look yeah. it up on, on Yelp and look at their menu, you know? Okay. Well, if I know that right now I, I, I recognize that my body gets triggered by, um, having too much cheese and bread. Okay, cool. Then I'm going to see what options they have that don't include a lot of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, I think we're just making it harder for ourselves because there's so much talk right now around nutrition. And we have to remember like nutrition is only, um, it's a very new science. So we're still learning so much about food. And it's so um, personal because everyone's exactly. like, it triggers are different. Exactly. And, and I even yeah. think like portion control for me, that's like helped. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to finish this whole meal right now. Yeah, I'm going to take go. some home. I'm going to save yeah, some. For, yeah. Well, for I mean, last time, you know, we actually met up for, um, for our, for our coffee date. And, you know, that, um, I, I understood that I worked out really hard that morning. You yeah. know, and um, I had to be out the door and, it, you know, I had to ask myself, okay, well, I know that I don't feel good when I don't eat for a long period of time, yeah. right? So I become anxious, irritable, all of those things. And then I make the wrong decision. Like if I'm super hungry, even though I have all of this knowledge, my brain and my body's like survival mode, get yeah. something to eat. and food is so accessible to us now that you're going to stop at the first drive through right? And yeah. you're probably not going to make the best decision. So it's about being number one prepared, but also if say, for example, like when we were at, at, at that coffee shop, they didn't have a lot of options, but yeah. it did look like they, you know, they're, um, they, they baked their stuff in in-house so they had like this this uh it was a pastry and it had i think oats and peaches and some uh, apples like baked apples with cinnamon so i was like okay well obviously that has a lot of sugar but i would rather eat a little bit of that and then you know have my my meeting and then on my way back home i can you know actually take the time to stop somewhere and get something that you know that i that i know is good for me and that i like so you know, that, that pastry was like, I had a, a, a few bites and I wasn't like, I didn't feel guilty because I knew that that wasn't the end all of it. Like, I didn't think, oh my God, Jess, you're so bad for having that right now. No, I had a little bit 
and I moved on, you know, which is another thing that uh, we need to allow ourselves to do is like, okay, cool. Like if you went with a friend and had a little something, all right, have it, you move on. It doesn't mean that you have to make the worst decision in the next meal just because you had, you know, a cupcake or ice cream or whatever it is that you had a freaking latte. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like forgiving so, yourself and letting yes. Just like, yeah, and it, again, it's a lifestyle, and like we're all, uh-huh. you know, perfect, not perfect, and not like perfect. we are all perfect <laughs> the way we are. Um, and I want to know, like, I I know you covered a little bit about it, um, but how? I want to more for like the balance of like being um, an entrepreneur and like having but even if it's not an entrepreneur like even if working you know you work all day and like someone like that person that um struggles finding the time to meal prep to work out um I know you mentioned like you gave us tips on like figuring out what you can do to work out and start moving your body but like what like what do you feel like can help people to get motivated like what do you feel um, that can really make us, I think it's, it's more than like, oh, we just want to like look good. And, you know, I think it's oh, more, sure. I mean, it's it could deeper start with that. that, you know, I, I think it could start with, um, I want to, I mean, who doesn't want to look good? Like yeah. that, that, that's another, we all want to look good. We all want to feel good. I think when you start, um, they, they go hand in hand. You know, when you feel good, you start looking better. When you start looking better, you feel good. They, they go hand in hand. Okay. So uh, for yeah. everyone listening, it's okay if you want to start on this type of lifestyle because you want to feel more confident. Okay. But at the end of the day, I always remind everyone that if you don't work on the core issues of certain insecurities or, um, you know, maybe, yeah, I, I mean, it all boils down to having certain insecurities and not feeling great about yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't work on the core issues of why, it doesn't matter whether you lose 10, 20, 30 pounds. It doesn't matter if you go and get surgery because you haven't got to the core of the issue and then you're gonna end up you know nitpicking at yourself or nitpicking at your partner or friends or whomever so I think it's really important to understand that yes if you want to start on this journey because you want to look good more power to you I feel you I you know also love when I see a new muscle or like oh dang you know I've I've, I've never had, like, I've met, I never before, I'm 34 now, I never before had abs. And <laughs> until now, I'm like starting to see my abs peek through. And I'm like, cool, like that, it's, you know, it's motivating because yeah. I think it's a reflection of your hard work, right? Um, but mm-hmm. um, I think it's super important that we, that we understand that, that it's very important to take care of our mental health and well-being. Um, but I think, um, Planning, planning is a big one, is a big one um, to help you feel motivated. I think that goes um, on, I think it's, 
it's an unpopular thing to talk about planning mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, maybe we want to hear someone say, oh, okay, in order to get motivated, like put this sticky note on your mirror and read it every morning or mm -hmm. tell yourself this mantra, you know, that people are talking about now. But honestly, I think the best motivation is to be prepared and to plan mm. because when you're prepared and you plan for it, you feel more confident yeah. because if you're just like, oh, I'll start tomorrow, but you have no plan, like, okay, what's your plan? So you want to start tomorrow. What are the three action steps that you need to take to do that? Okay. Well, maybe, you know, you need to write out a list of the foods that you're going to buy, you know? Maybe you look up a recipe, an easy recipe for your morning breakfast um, mm. and you go out and, you know, buy those things just for maybe two meals. Like that's another thing. Don't make it so overwhelming for yourself. Okay. It can start with little, it can start with one meal. It can yeah. start with planning for your work, uh, workouts, body movement. I like to call it um, three days out of the week. So you're like, okay, you know, I know that this day is pretty light for me. Um, so I'm going to plan for it. I'm going to put it on my schedule and let's, you know, maybe put out my workout clothes that day, you know, to set that reminder that this is a promise I made to myself. So um, I think we find confidence in, you know, planning. And if you need a little bit of guidance for that, once again, I always say, you know, research things like we have, I feel like we have it so easy now, but yet we make it so hard for, for ourselves. Yes. Um, so, and then you'll find, like, notice how good you feel by just doing those three action steps to get you to that goal. Like you feel so good and confident just by doing those three action steps that lead you there. And then imagine like if that feels good, just taking those little steps, imagine how you're going to feel after you're done accomplishing that. Like that's also part of feeling confident within ourselves is like getting shit done. <laughs> exactly. Right? So um, but yeah, I, I would say just, um, look, 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 look into the future. What does my week look like? And based on what I know about myself, let me be honest with myself right now. What can I do with what I have right now? And if that's, I'm not going to, if I'm eating out breakfast, lunch, and dinner, okay, maybe tomorrow I'll make myself a shake, you know, um, maybe, I don't work out by myself because I don't know what the heck I'm doing. So maybe I'll join a class or maybe I'll text my friend that I know is super into working out and maybe she can help hold me accountable and maybe invite me, you know, to her workout next time. Yes. So I think it's just, I think thinking out of the box is really important. Um, and trusting yourself in that process. Cause like I said, right now there's a whole lot of information out there and it, I know that it gets super overwhelming. So I think just um, being honest with yourself, keeping your promises, looking ahead of time, and just knowing, you know, that this is this is called a lifestyle for a reason. And it's a it's it's a lifestyle, and it's no matter what you're doing, it is a journey. Even with entrepreneurs, like if you're an entrepreneur, you know 
the things don't happen from one day to another. Okay? Yeah. Like, That's you know right. that. <laughs> so imagine with like the, like, if you know that and you're aware of that and still you get up every morning hopeful and maybe sometimes not so hopeful, but you still do what you got to do. Yeah. Your health should be just as important because if you don't have your health, guess what? <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you want to go to that next meeting. If you have to be at the hospital because you had a panic attack and you thought it was a heart attack or vice versa, yeah. getting symptoms of high stress that will lead to a heart attack, you're not going to, it doesn't matter what plans you have in the future as an entrepreneur, you're, you know, you're not going to be able to feel good and get there. So health should definitely be a priority. I mean, so either, you know, if you know that you have more energy in the morning, like I just naturally have more energy in the morning. That's who I am. I've always been that way ever since I was little. I've also always loved naps since I was little. So I know myself and I know like I need to get stuff done in the morning because I'm kidding myself if I'm telling myself that I'm going to work out in the evening. I yeah. probably won't. So once again, it's about getting to know yourself again and, you know, pretty much um, allowing this lifestyle to work for you and not against you. And I like one thing you were mentioning too. I mean, that you did not mention was having like a mentor or a coach. And I know you are a holistic and wellness coach. So uh -huh. talk a little bit more about how people can work with you. So yes, people can. Um, so I, I love doing one-on-one -on -one coaching uh, right now. That is my jam because I notice how impactful it is. So it's, you know, one thing to do um, an online program that I think benefits us so much because we can do it at, at our own pace, at our own time. Um, but I am really enjoying the one-on-one -on -one coaching because it allows me to get to know you personally and, um, your backstory behind why quote unquote it's so hard to eat healthier it's so hard to work out because we all have this backstory behind that right so yeah. um that's why i you know i love working one-on-one -on -one because it allows me to get to know that backstory where you're currently at um in your season you know i like working with seasons in people's lives because um I could tell you what works for me in this season, but you may be looking at me like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. That just doesn't sound realistic for me, right? So um, that is, you know, um, a huge reason why, you know, I've been pushing more towards, you know, working one-on-one -on -one with, with clients. And um, you can find me um, on my Instagram page where I'm always giving a bunch of tips about health, mental health. Um, I don't, I haven't done a lot of fitness tips, but you'll see me moving on there because I, you know, maybe you see something there and it kind of, you know, triggers you or motivates you to then head out, you know, to at least get some sun. You can also contact me on my website and you can find different programs there. So say, for example, if um, I do a 90-day program. Yeah. Or not to make it sound so intense, it's a 12-week program where we're meeting once a week um, to either talk about, um, you know, 
where you had challenges throughout your week, um, where certain resistance is coming from. Um, you know, we talk a lot about food, obviously, and how that's impacting your lifestyle. Um, so that's a 12 week program. And like I said, we meet, we meet on a weekly basis. Okay. And um, I also have a 28 day program, which is pretty much, I mean, that um, I do a lot of coaching with that program um, via my app where, you know, you get recipes and meal tips and um, motivational quotes on there. And I check in with you as well once a week. Um, but that I like to call it is kind of like the starting point, right, of my 12-week program. Um, a lot of clients work with me beyond those 12 weeks because, you know, it is, yes, it is enough time to get you in a better rhythm, but it, I also do believe it's like, like we're barely at the starting point. from Jessica Guzman and all her tips and things you can start implementing as of right now so you know a good topic or something that she brought up was what did you love to do when you were younger so think about that think about what did you love to I don't know I remember for me it was like playing tetherball hide and seek of course I loved to dance so similarly to her I love dancing as well but thinking about like a physical activity that you loved to do or just something else a hobby right we're all talking about mental health like something that's going to bring us at ease and calm um but also something maybe that can help you move your body um, so think about things like that. And also what is maybe a simple baby step that you can start doing? Maybe like one thing you can do is drinking like a glass of water right when you wake up, because when we wake up, we're actually very, very dehydrated. So for me, um, I like to have it already ready by my bed. And then when I wake up, I drink it and then I go right to the kitchen and I fill it up again and at least it's like already there or you can drink it again but just kind of like already that habit of like finishing your water and then filling it up so that you're it's always like there and convenient right to drink water so little tips I want you to like brainstorm again you can leave a podcast review definitely check out Jessica Guzman's like all her different packages, her different, if you want to like work with her one-on-one, -on -one, you can definitely reach her out on Instagram. Um, you can follow her, the show notes, it'll be on my show notes and you can follow me. I do have a personal Instagram, hola underscore reina, and then I have my podcast Instagram. Um, I'm honestly like, <laughs> I love both of my Instagrams. I share a lot on my personal one, business and personal and then my Reina's podcast is going to be dedicated mainly to the people that I interview. But I'll still be sharing on both platforms. Um, so definitely just check them out if you're interested. And hope you have a beautiful week. I'm so happy to be back. And if you're also interested in my e-course, check that out. Um, you can I'll post it down below. You can check out and read more if you want to like review what I said from the beginning. Um, 
I would more than happy, like, I would be more than happy to answer any questions. If you have any questions and you want to get a little bit more specific, um, then I'm here to answer any questions. So take advantage. So hope you enjoyed the episode and I will be back soon.